Howdy, howdy, my friends, and welcome to the Run of the Mills podcast. We are in the book of Matthew as we are keeping up with the king, reading from the Sermon on the Mount as Jesus lays out the foundational principles of the kingdom. And we are in chapter 5, verses 33, probably to 37. Let's just go ahead and read those right now. It says this, Jesus says, Again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not swear falsely, but shall perform your oaths to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king, nor shall you swear by your head, because you cannot make one hair white or black. But but let your yes be yes and your no, no, for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. So apparently at the time... There had been some twisting of the law, and and this is one of those this, those things I think is just so typical of people. And when I say people, I mean like me, um, people in general, is that we will do these things that are so blatantly wrong, but we'll justify them with all kinds of kooky roundabout thinking, like, well, I I can't bear false witness because that would be wrong, so. I won't swear to the Lord, but I'll swear to the earth. You know, swear to the earth. I swear upon this earth. I swear upon the stars in the sky. I swear upon. Well, what are you doing? You know, what what difference does that make? You know, if you're if you're making all these these um, you're you're you know, I'll swear on the Bible. I'll swear on the the temple. I'll swear on the you know, I'll swear on the wood of the temple and. You know, all these different kooky things that you could say, but what, what, why, would you, why are you saying those things? Well, the idea is, well, you know, if I swear on my great uncle, you know, Edmund's life, well, uncle, I don't have an uncle Edmund, so then I can lie. I mean, really, that's what it's about. It's about um, finding a way to get around your oath by or breaking your oath because what you swore on was not you know, was not the right, you know, was not something solid or what, anyway, you know, and you see that in the way that it's written where he says, you know, don't swear on the earth because it's God's footstool or swear by Jerusalem for it's the city of the great, of the great King, you know, but this is that weird thing that, that, uh, that people do. Now, uh, keep in mind this, that there are times in the Bible where people swear, where God swears by things. And so his, I think the one, this is the thing that I tend to do. So I tell you my little tendency my tendency is to take these things too far, right? To say, well, he says, don't, don't swear. So if I go into court and ask me to swear on the Bible, I don't even want to do that. But that's not what he's talking about. Really, the point here is about your word, right? One of the things I get to do here where I work is I share with kids a lot about integrity. And that's one of our values and the values of our camp. And we talk about them a lot. And we try to to point out the importance of it to the kids just whenever possible. And so one of the things I often do when I'm telling the kids the rules to a game, uh, well, I'm laying out the rules saying, Hey, this is a really fun game. You know, and we have some, some games that we play with the kids that are very competitive and they always are. Um, they're just really great classic games that, that work for us and the kids play hard and they want to win. And one of the things that happens a lot of times during the games is kids cheat. Right. And sometimes it's because it's like a tag game and 
somebody's running to the base and another person tags them, but they just barely tag them. And the person who's running is like, I'm not sure if they tagged me or not. I didn't really feel it. But the person who tagged them is pretty sure they tagged them. Like, I got you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. And, and so one of the things I talked to them about before the game is I say, here, keep this in mind, that this, what we're doing right now, this game doesn't matter. It's for fun. But here's the thing. Some of you, in order to win a game that doesn't matter, will sacrifice something that really does matter. And that's your integrity. That's your word. That's that's that uh, the respect that other people might give to you or you that you will lose. Um, you'll lose your you know the respect that others have for you. People will say that guy's a cheater, that guy's a liar, and you've lost their respect. And why did you do it? Because you wanted to win a game that doesn't matter. And once lost, it's a very difficult thing to gain back. Once you've lied to somebody and they've recognized that you lied to them, gaining back the type of trust that you had before is a very difficult thing and a very time-consuming thing. It's not something that's going to happen right now. It could take years. It could take decades, depending on the level of the betrayal. And so this is all about your word, right? This is about being a person of integrity, being a, you know, we serve a God of truth. So we ought to be people of truth, not manipulating the truth to get around it. I was talking with a friend about that today, about sometimes what happens with Christian people in business is that they think, well, in order to accomplish the business end that I want to, I have to. I have to bend the rules a little bit. Years ago, I read a book called Exodus Gold or Gold of the Exodus, one or the other. And it was about uh, this guy named Bob and a guy named Larry, which is kind of funny if you're a VeggieTales vegetarian, fan, um, who went to find the gold of the Exodus. And the reason I read the book is I saw a video and it was marketed to Christians. and It was talking about the real Mount Sinai in Saudi Arabia and how these two guys found it. And so we watched the video. The video was really cool about the things they found and the places they went and the, the things they learned from the locals and all this stuff. But when I read the book, the book actually had a different story written by the same people, but it had a different story. And the story was not about how they started in Egypt and found their way to this mountain, but the story was the opposite about how they found the mountain and then they worked backwards to see if they could find the pathway of the Exodus. But what went along with it was all these kind of underhanded questionable things they did to enter, like to enter Saudi Arabia, how they, they forged a letter from the secretary of state or the, the prince of Saudi. Anyway, they got some letterhead and they, they forged a fax giving them, you know, giving them access to the country. And so there was a lot of things that when I, once I read the book, I was, I, I really honestly lost a lot of respect for these guys who in the movie put them forth themselves forth as these, well, at least one of them as a Christian scholar. And, and I was really disappointed when I saw them, the read the book because I realized like, well, the movie's not really telling you the truth. And secondly, they did a lot of stuff that was really 
kind of de deceptive. So anyway, that's the thing I think that we're, we're learning about here, which is says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Be a person of your word. If you say it, then do it. This is great parenting advice as well. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Don't answer quickly. A little parenting advice from somebody who's made a lot of parenting mistakes. Don't answer quickly. Don't be afraid to say, give me some time to think about that. Because sometimes we answer too quickly. We say yes. Some parents are yes parents. They just want to say yes. Some people are not like me. They want to say no because that's just easier. But we, what we need to do, I think, is take the time to say, hey, let me, give me some time to pray about it and think about it, and then I'll answer. Because I don't want to tell you yes and then go back on it later. I don't want to tell you no and then go back on it later. I want to be consistent. You know, when I tell my kids, no, you can't do that, and they start trying to argue with me, well, what about, what about, what about? I say, look, are you, are you trying to make me a person who you know, is not a person of integrity? I, I said no, so that's what I'm going to say. That's where we're going to stand on that. And But, 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 nope. That's it. My yes is yes. My no is no. You know, if you're a horse trainer, it's a great principle of horse training. Let your yes mean yes, your no mean no. Um, your yes mean yes, and your woe mean woe. When you want the horse to go right, you make the horse go right. If you want to go left, you make the horse go left. If you want to stop, you make the horse stop. That's that's how it works with horse training. If you don't, if you ask the horse to turn left and he doesn't turn left and he starts to go right and you go, okay, we'll go right instead. The horse is learning that your word does not mean anything. And when your word means nothing, well, you have all kinds of problems on your horse. And when your word means nothing with people, you're in all kinds of trouble. So seek to be a person whose yes means yes and no means no. Um, and if that means you got to slow down, then slow down. Start making that your policy. Of, you know, before I agree to doing this, before I agree to attending this, before I agree, let me stop and pray about it. And people, you know, some people might think you're nuts or that you're weird, but in my experience, most people appreciate when you when they ask you, hey, will you do this job at church or will you do this job in the with the school? You know, they say, you know, hey, I'm going to take a little time and pray about that because I don't want to take on too much and I don't want to take on something that I'm I don't have the time for because I don't want to rob people or I don't want to. I don't want to say yes and then back out later. I want my yes to mean yes and my no to be no. I want to be a person of integrity, a person who's solid, that people can rely on, that people know that that's a person who's a person of their word, a person of honor, and a person of integrity. So let's be that. God bless you. Talk to you next time.